Welcome to the What Matters Most podcast, presented by First United Bank and Trust. That's my bank. Visit us today at mybank.com. Hello and welcome to What Matters Most, a podcast all about finances, community, savings, and security for you, your family, and your business. This podcast is brought to you by the helpful folks at my bank, First United Bank and Trust. I'm your host, Eric Nutter, and in today's community episode, What Matters Most are nonprofits. And for this discussion, I'm thankful to be joined remotely today by Denise Phelps, First United Market President, serving Berkeley County in West Virginia. Good morning, Denise. How are you? Good morning, Eric. I'm great. How are you? No, I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Thanks for joining me today. My pleasure. I appreciate having you on. And today, you know, these community episodes are are a little different than um, some of our uh, normal stuff, you know, but today I think we, we do have a, a specific thing we kind of want to touch on in relation to nonprofits. But to start us off, you know, since we're talking about nonprofits, you're very familiar in that space. So can you give us a little history lesson about Denise? <laughs> Tell us what uh, what's your involvement in the nonprofit space? Sure, absolutely. So um, I've been involved through the bank mainly uh, with nonprofits over the last um 20 years because I started when I was five and (laughs) (laughs) I've been able to been lucky enough to be able to serve many organizations um, and all different kinds. I've uh, served with Civitan who focuses on people with developmental disabilities, Rotary, um, you know, general and international and local communities, Maryland school for the deaf foundation um, currently serving on the blue Ridge community and technical college board. So lots of different service organizations doing lots of different work. And I'll be honest with you, um, you know, all of those experiences, um, while serving very different groups or um, different communities, truly have a core, you know, um, tenant that that carries through all of the organizations. And that is a mission of making the world, you know, a stronger and better community. So um, really excited to um with all the work that I've been able to do and the experiences that I've had, um, lots of fundraising, strategic planning, coming up with new projects to address the community needs. And, you know, nonprofits are lucky enough to be in the space where, um, you know, they can get support from the community at large and have the ability through grants to be able to try new things, um, to, you know, uh, come up with new ways to address the needs of their community as they change. So really exciting to be part of a nonprofit, especially when you know that, um, the, you know, the outcome and the mission of the organization is making the difference in the lives of many in our community. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the first United as a whole has always kind of had a, 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 a soft spot for the community in general. I mean, we obviously always are trying to help out as much as possible, but then a lot of folks internally are involved in a lot of different boards and, and on nonprofits and, and just helping the community in general. In fact, um, in, in your neck of the woods, we had just recently an episode of our, um, uncommon stories that was related to a nonprofit um, which one was that? Tell us a little bit about that. Actually, we did too, Eric. We had one um, for the Community Foundation in um, in the Eastern Panhandle of West mm-hmm. Virginia, and that was with Michael Walton and he um, and his team support uh, almost all of the nonprofits in the in that uh, Eastern Panhandle community um, through different grant um, opportunities and um, you know different support that they provide. So really, um, a great organization that affects many. And then we also uh, featured uh, Panhandle Home Health, who is a home health 
nonprofit that um, allows uh, people that aren't able to get out uh, to access health care in the community to have health care brought to them. And because they're a nonprofit, they're able to serve, you know, a lot of those that don't have the means to be able to provide, um, you know, to get those uh, services through, you know, insurance and, and different things like that. So really um, two great organizations uh, that do very different things, but again, are, um, you know, have the mission of serving people and serving the community and do a great job of that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and those stories are always so touching too. I, I, I love that whole series. Um, so if, if, if just for those listening, if you haven't checked out uh, the uncommon stories, uh, video series, you can, you can check that out at mybank.com slash stories to, uh, see, see those that Denise mentioned as well as other episodes as well. So, uh, in that continuing series, but, uh, but continuing on the, the the nonprofit side of things, Denise, you've you've actually been working to put together a, a, a special program, uh, a lunch and learn series that that you work with um, local nonprofits to, to help out. Tell, tell us a little bit about that program and how that works. <laughs> Sure, absolutely. So um, I started this series in the Frederick market. And then when I transferred over into the Berkeley County market, I brought the series with me. And we, um, so the gist of it is, you know, we kind of looked at our donations budget. And, you know, as um, a a community bank, we want to truly make the biggest impact to all of the nonprofits in our community. And, you know, but there's always limited dollars in donations and many needs, right? So what we did is I took a look um, to see what were some of the common needs of the nonprofits and was there a way that we could deliver um, some resources to them you know, to all of them and not, you know, limited to only the ones that we could serve financially. So we put together a series um, after surveying the local nonprofits as to what their biggest needs were, um, whether that be fundraising, whether it be, um, you know, board involvement, whether it be uh, community engagement, whether it be volunteer management, whether it be financial management. There were a lot of different topics that we were able to, you know, um, put together uh, a, a nonprofit lunch and learn series that would feature some subject matter e- experts in all of those specific areas. And so we delivered the content to them and pre-COVID, it was all um, in person so that there was a lot of networking opportunities with the nonprofits that we were able to bring together in the room. And so it, it kind of served uh, multiple purposes. Number one, it gave them information um, to address a need that their organization currently had. It gave them access to an expert in that field if they you know needed to get more information. And it allowed them the opportunity to work with other nonprofits in the community that had some of the same issues to be able to work through some solutions and you know that they could take back to their organizations and implement right away and start to see some um improvement in their organizations. So we, we've done it, um, you know, kind of quarterly and, you know, we had one scheduled in Berkeley County, um, in April, actually. And as we all know, COVID kind of hit and we had to, you know, try to figure out, was it going to be something that we just needed to hold tight, push pause for a couple of months, or we needed to totally change how we delivered the content. And um, I work with a great group of presenters this year. Um, Prior to this year, we've picked, you know, different ones. This year, we started with a series of um, two presenters, uh, Meg Kinghorn and Jeff Feldman, who are experts in the nonprofit world. Meg 
does a lot of work with international um, NGOs and nonprofits. And then Jeff does a lot with leadership development in the nonprofit space. So two really, really um, key people that we were able to uh, provide, you know, some, some um, really valuable content to our nonprofits, but they were uh, willing to work with us through COVID and figure out how to deliver that content to our nonprofits in a, in a virtual way. So we quickly pivoted and um, figured out that uh, ironically, the April session was around how to hold effective meetings. So we um, <laughs> figured out how to hold effective meet- meetings virtually. Um, so, and, and again, just incredibly relevant to the nonprofits at the time. And so we offered that um, in, I believe it was in July and had an amazing response, really, really great participation from the nonprofits. You could tell there was definitely a varied level of um, experience in going virtual and they were able to work together and kind of brainstorm and talk about some of those initial tenets of why it's important to to hold effective meetings whether they be you know employee volunteer board client meetings but you know what are some of the key tenets of having effective meetings but then adding in the piece of how do you then deliver that and make sure that you're accomplishing that virtually so really um you know it was a really great session and so we realized that we could deliver the content the feedback from the nonprofits was you know very positive um that they were able to get a lot of value out of it so we moved on to the next um uh, topic in our series and were, was able to deliver that also virtually, um, which was around board member, board member engagement and how to do that even again in a virtual world. So really, um, you know, uh, exciting um, information that we were able to share with the nonprofits and, you know, they're able to take what we're sharing with them and take it back to their organizations immediately and start to see some improvement or some results um, from that. So um, in addition to that, uh, because these are virtual versus the in-person that we had in the past, um, our marketing department was uh, just gracious enough to work with us to be able to um, create an online portal for that information to be able to be shared. And, And we've seen nonprofits that participated in the sessions or maybe couldn't participate in the session actually come back to that um, to that portal uh, on our webpage and pull that information sharing it with their board sharing it with their fellow um, co-workers uh, and uh, volunteers and you know and, and get a much wider reach of this valuable content um, out to their organization so Really exciting stuff. And the, the web page for that is uh, www.mybank.com backslash 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 lunch and learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, lunch, yeah. lunch and learn all spelled out all one word, no spaces. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really cool. And, and, um, and so on those, on those pages, you can, you can see those, those last two that, that are out there. You can see the, uh, the videos, you can watch the presentation, you can download the, uh, the slide decks, you can read more about the presenters. You can even, um, click, to read the meeting chat so you can kind of see how the conversation was progressing during the meeting, um, which is really fascinating. So uh, it's really cool stuff that you're putting out there. What do you, do you expect to continue that? Like Lord willing, the pandemic will end and we can have in-person meetings again. Do you think you'll continue to put these sessions available electronically so people can, can, uh, can get them later? Great question, Eric. And the answer is um, yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> what that actually looks like is uh, still to be determined. We do have one coming up um, for those of you that may be interested in a couple weeks on um, November 16th or 18th, whatever that Wednesday is. Um, we have our next session coming up, and that's um, more around uh, effective leadership um, in a nonprofit. So definitely want to key in on that um, if you can. But uh, in addition, I think what most people, as you know, the world is kind of figuring out what will a post-COVID environment look like, whether it be work, school, nonprofit, um, you know, how, how are we going to kind of proceed in the next, right, right. In the next iteration? Because it's, you know, our world has been forever changed and there's a lot of great efficiencies that have been realized and, um, you know, a lot of uh, technology that we've been able to utilize to get content out or to, you know, work more effectively with teams that are um, maybe a little more spread out. So I think what we'll probably do, Eric, um, is we'll try to come up with a hybrid model and, um, you know, it'll probably probably be some in person once it's safe to do so, but still being able to record it for those that either can attend or could only attend virtually. So right. yeah, it's really exciting to see what we're going to come up with. But again, it's all about being flexible. It's all about focusing on what do we, what's our core mission, which is delivering valuable content to our local nonprofits so that they can continue to build and make our community strong. Awesome. Yeah. So that next session uh, is the 18th, Wednesday, the 18th. Um, so that's Thank just, you. just about two weeks away. Uh, if someone wants to, um, get involved in that or, or, or attend that, is there a way that they can reach out to, is there somebody that they can reach out to, to, to find out more? Absolutely. So the RSVPs come in to me, um, Denise Phelps, and that's D Phelps at mybank.com and D as in Denise and Phelps, P H E L P S like the swimmer. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll put that, uh, email address and, and all these links in the show notes. So, um, people can find those pretty easily. So cool. Wonderful. Thanks so much uh, for talking about this, Denise. I, you know, the, the thing that, that, um, that I kind of want to just ask you one last question. And obviously through, through all of this, it's, it's very clear you have a passion for helping nonprofits. I'm, I'm curious, where did that passion come from? Like what, what drives you to, to want to be a part of all of these? Yeah. Thank you for asking that. Um, uh, so basically, uh, the passion for nonprofits, I think, was an interesting intersection of life experience and uh, an opportunity through my career. Um, so I grew up with two deaf parents and certainly saw how, um, you know, nonprofits, whether it be they both were educators at Maryland School for the Deaf in Frederick and, you know, saw the, the difference that they made in the community helping, um, you know, educate people that uh don't, didn't have, you know, access necessarily to a mainstream education um, and the difference that they can make in, in those um, students' lives. And in addition, I have uh, some folks in my family who uh, have developmental disabilities. So, um, you know, and, and certainly, you know, have seen organizations in the community help support them through, um, you know, different work experiences, health needs, all of that kind of stuff. So really um, growing up seeing uh, how nonprofits have supported, um, you know, people that just need a little extra help um, to get uh, to be successful in life. And then when I came to First United 20, almost 24 years ago now, um, I was put into a leadership position. And as Eric, you mentioned earlier, it's really important for us in 
First United to support the community because we realize that our community can only be as strong as, um, or we can only be as strong as our community is. And so it's really critical for us to be part of that. Um, and so, you know, it was offered that, you know, I needed to, uh, you know, look for opportunities to give back and to support our community um, through, you know, nonprofit involvement, whether it be board, board engagement or volunteerism. And so uh, the first organization was actually a client of ours, um, Civitan in Martinsburg, uh, ironically, the Civitan Club. And that was my first um uh, organization that I joined. And from there, uh, you know, just really catapulted into looking for opportunities to share my gifts with, um, with organizations and, you know, I've done different things like fundraising. Um, you know, obviously that's, uh, the banker in the room, (laughs) one that's, that's asked to lead the fundraising or to be the treasurer. So I've certainly done that, but, you know, some of the interesting things I've been able to do is the strategic planning and, you know, combining kind of, um, Um, some of the skills that I learned at First United in different leadership roles and applying them and sharing them with the nonprofits to be able to help them um, in times that, you know, maybe they don't have budgets uh, to be able to bring in a facilitator for a strategic planning process or, you know, don't necessarily have, um, you know, the ability to hire a a director of development. And so just kind of finding ways to to take my experience, um, you know, through my career and applying it to a nonprofit to help them, you know, grow and, and achieve their mission. That's awesome. Well, I, 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 I think that's, that's fantastic, uh, um, effort that you've put in and, and it's, like I said, it's clear that your, your, your passion for nonprofits and the community uh, at large is, is very clear. And, and so thank you for all that you do. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to share today and hopefully everyone will get a chance to check out our nonprofit series and um, join us at one of our future events. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually speaking of that, you know, for, so like I said, thank you. But um, uh, if any, if anyone has a question or they want to learn more about any of the things we've talked about here today, what's the best way they can get the support they need? So uh, I would start with um, heading over to our Lunch and Learn webpage um, to see some of our resources that we have there available. And if for any follow-up questions or any additional needs, reach out to me directly. I'd be happy to help in any way I can. Awesome. Denise, thanks again. Really appreciate having you on today. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity, Eric. And thanks for doing the series. It's very valuable. Awesome. Appreciate it. Well, that brings us to the end of our show. You can always find more episodes by visiting mybank.com slash podcast or find us on your favorite podcast app. And the good news is we're on basically every podcast app there is. So find us on there, uh, subscribe and and give us a give us a five star review that helps other people find our uh, content and and let's let's other people find this uh, this helpful information that that folks like Denise are providing. You can also always leave feedback, ask questions, or request a topic for us to discuss by sending an email to podcast at mybank.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with more helpful content. But until then, we wish you the best in focusing on what matters most to you. Do I have enough money to retire? Is my family protected if something happens to me? Is my plan getting me where I'm going? Are you ready if I want to be a doctor? When it comes to money, we all have questions. That's why First United Wealth Management has a team of experts ready to listen and provide solutions. First United Wealth Management. First United, my bank for life. This recording is for informational purposes only. 
Any references in this recording to any person, organization, product, or service does not constitute or imply the endorsement, recommendation, or affiliation with First United Bank and Trust. First United is not responsible for your use of the information mentioned within this podcast. Please consult legal or tax professionals for counsel as needed.